0: Okay, are we ready? Ready. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled.
1: Getting tabled. With the Bruce, the
2: Yang,
0: and Captain Socks. Do we need to start over? It might be good can? if we can. Bruce, are did you good? mess up already? I'm good. I'm good now. Just might be Hello, good future not... people, and welcome to the bastard. next episode <laughs> of Getting Tabled with your host. He wasn't ready, apparently, the Bruce. No, he was in the middle of a mouthful of food.
1: <sighs> I work with morons. Well, a moron plus Captain Socks. It's it's
2: yep. I feel no no no.
1: You you're the plus. George is the moron.
2: I, I
0: know that. I, I feel appreciated. He's a marine. It, it's just yeah, natural. Natural. I'm of personally course. attacked now. Well, Where another fortnight has passed, and now we are recording again. So, because we do this fortnightly. Because not enough yes. people use the word fortnight to use anymore. No, and it's been at least six months since we've had this conversation. About well, how it's... more
1: people need to use the word fortnightly in the US. <laughs> it's only the US that doesn't use this phrase, as
0: far as I understand.
1: Well, English-speaking, anyway.
0: Hmm... Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, yeah. Kind of like we're the only English-speaking country that also doesn't use the metric system.
1: Yeah, right.
0: Now, in this episode, we're going to be covering the latest
1: from Games Workshop in all of their uh, Gen Con reveal goodness. Uh, and by reveal goodness, they weren't at Gen Con. They just show stuff when Gen Con's on. Uh, we're also covering probably a little bit of an older story now, but we've got a little bit more information on it. I kind of felt like it was finally worth covering. The deathmatch thing that's coming out from Infinity. Uh, We've got the latest from GCT Studios. More gorgeous japanese type models that I think that George should buy. Uh, There's some new stuff from TT Combat. And there are some really gorgeous looking minis. And a little bit of a game on Kickstarter right now. By a company that I'm a huge fan of. That
0: I've already backed. We'll cover that later. Shall we start the news? There's no such thing as shame for this, there, socks. <laughs> Newly received or noteworthy information, especially about recent or important events.
1: All right, folks. Uh,
2: Gen Con has just finished, officially. And we got some news.
1: Yep. Yeah. So, Gen Con happened. There's been a, quite a, a few, few things. There's been quite a few things that's been revealed by Games Workshop. Uh, the biggest one, in my eyes, I'm going to cover at the end of this. But we're starting with a new season coming out for Underworlds. Uh, and while I'm talking about this, I'm fixing my camera because it's gone all screw-wiffy since I fixed it five minutes ago. So Captain it is been covered. On again? Uh, no, it was not the problem. Okay, <laughs> so we've got a new season of Warhammer Underworlds. Uh, this is a game that by now you're probably either into or you're not. There's probably not much of a middle ground at this point. Um, in the new box set, we have some goblins. Uh, it's the goblins that we saw a few months ago now. Uh, we've act- we've definitely seen these goblins. Uh, and we have some, and I know this is going to be a huge surprise, but um, some Space Marines, I mean, no, not Space Marines, the other ones. Stormcast Eternals. Yes, yeah, they're totally not Space Marines, even though they definitely are Space Marines. Um, it's th- this one has a bird though. That th- there is a bird in this, and the bird is not a Stormcast Eternal. Um, the bird is actually quite cool. I think it might actually be my favourite model of the set, which probably says a lot for the set. Um, I'm not a bird. It's in Boy, the Stormcast Eternals. Heroes.
2: Oh, gotta scroll down further. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Yeah. There is a bird.
1: Yep. We've got an older gentleman, a gentleman, uh, somebody with a mask, and a lady, and a bird. The bird is awesome. Everybody look at the bird. Uh, The only other thing about this that I kind of wanted to touch on was that reports are that they've changed the backs of the cards. There seems to be a little bit of an argument in the community at the moment as to whether this is just special cards coming with the set, or if it is all of them. Because apparently when they were announcing this, they kind of worded it in a weird way. Uh, we'll have to wait and see on that. Uh, if it does turn out that they're changing the backs on all of the cards, that's going to present a problem. Uh, because then you can identify what cards are which. Um, I'm or, hoping that or, it's just a printing
0: error. Or you can just you know, go buy an entire new set, which is what Games Workshop probably wants you to do. Exactly. I, I have a feeling that that might be the choice that they're making here. Yeah. Here's my surprised face. Yep.
1: So, fingers it's crossed. The hopefully it's over. Hopefully it's an exaggeration, as you can tell by the looks on mine and George's face, and probably not by socks. Uh, we kind of suspect that this is Games Workshop <laughs> being Games Workshop. Yep. Um, hopefully not. Hopefully we're wrong. Uh, moving on, we have some new models coming out for the new kill team i know that's going to be a huge surprise given that you know it's a new thing and they want to you know make money uh we've got new boxes coming for the Tau pathfinders and sisters of battle are in finally um there is also a new starter set which is just a rebox of octarius um it's all very exciting uh, i didn't think it was worth covering by itself but yeah should be good um, these are just starter sets. Whether they turn out to be worth the money, because the starter—sorry, not the starter sets. Like the starter sets for the factions last time turned out to be very expensive. Like it was the most expensive way to buy in because they were trying to capture that. Not thinking about it, market. Hey, Bruce. So hopefully they're being smarter this time.
0: The uh, the picture the, that has the two sisters of battle—the one with the that looks like the nun with the chainsaw—and you got the one with the red cloak with the inquisitor eye. Does the yeah. eye look like it's smiling or what? Yes. Um,
1: maybe. <laughs> He's thinking about something very hard. Agreed. Yeah. Moving um, on. Blood Bowl news. But it's still not the news that I want. We've got more corn stuff. And by the I shouldn't say more corns. I say this every time there's corn stuff. But we haven't actually had a corn release for a while now. Uh, we've got the corn Blood Bowl set coming out. And honestly,. These might be the best-looking corn minis I've seen in a while, even if some of them are exactly the same model but without the weapons. Uh, In the actual picture of the whole team, in the very back line, the second one from the left, I have this mini with his weapons removed. It looks exactly the same. And and probably without the football mask on the helmet. Uh, True. That is a good point. Um, Uh, That werewolf is, I think, the best-looking
0: werewolf they've ever done. I will have to say, probably doing a, a corn bull team. Like, I mean, what took them so long? Because all they literally have to do is pull off some of the weapons, like the the little brass knuckle thing. You know, okay, yeah, that can stay. That's no problem. Add the grids to the the helmets, and you're done. Like, this I a matter of their time. This this could have been a job for the the designing intern. Hey, just do this, and um, yeah. The only thing in
1: this that I can see that's legitimately in your sculpt uh, are the werewolves. Everything else is just slight reposes. Because you got to remember, all of the Games Workshop stuff has been digitally sculpted for quite a long time now. And that's not a criticism. Almost everybody is doing that now. Um, so Welsh, everyone. moving poses for them is actually very easy. But that still doesn't mean you want to flood the market with stuff. I think they've yeah. kind of been clever on when they decided to do this. Enter here, repeat statement of every time I... uh, Of the thing that I ask every time we talk about Blood Bowl. Mm -hmm. I want Chaos Dwarves. You've said that And I have said it a couple of times. I mean, I'm not one to repeat myself. I never repeat myself on the same subject. Like, I'm definitely not going to repeat myself later when we talk about our last story. But I'm pretty sure almost everybody fell off their chairs this weekend when this was announced. Now, there has been a few other things that Games Workshop announced and we haven't covered. Uh, I kind of picked and chose what I thought was the more interesting stuff this week. But I think it's been about eight years that people have been screaming bloody murder over the fact that the Black Templar's book got taken away. Uh, and Games Workshop have actually finally listened. Um, and by listened, I mean found a way to charge for a new box set. Uh, so there's a army set That's coming great. out.
0: Can I say that that is probably the best looking box ever? The box art is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I'll agree with you on that. I do like the box art. That Um, is just stunning. Yeah. No idea what size it is. It's only 13 miniatures, but one of them is the Redemptor Dreadnought. So I'm sure it's only going to be like $700. Uh, No, I'm being silly. Um, I'm kind of hoping that this is around your starter set sort of prices. Uh, I'd be... Very upset if this turns out to be expensive because it's not really a lot box, in here.
0: Well, I don't know. It, it looks like it has a collector edition codex. It does, yeah, and that's going to push the price up. So I, I, I'm i going to say it's maybe... I hope
1: it's not more than 150 Yeah. So Black Templars are getting new models. They're getting a new codex. And quite frankly, these are gorgeous models. All Primaris scale, obviously, because it's new and it's Games Workshop. Uh, and it's not new art, though. That art is old art. The art on the book. That's a very old book. That's a yeah, very was, old piece I was going to
0: say, art. that's that's one of the oldest images for, like, you know... I want to say that's second ed,
1: maybe. I, I could be wrong. But I, I think it's fair to say that... Oh, it also comes with decals and some data cards, because that's exciting. Uh, but no, all, all jokes aside... Wait, does it come with? Yeah, set also contains... Uh, data cards also have a nice looking box, but every year they seem to be saving something that people have been screaming for to announce. Uh, so it's been Old World, which we still haven't got yet. Sisters that we do have now. Uh, now we've got this. Um, maybe next year we will get a crude Codex. I doubt it. Uh, we're probably more likely to get I don't know a bloody handgot, maybe. But that's it from the. Um, the wonderful world of games workshop or at least what i felt was worth covering from games workshop so infinity is a game that we kind of talk about here and there um it's very popular it's very very popular infinity deathmatch tag raid is i think possibly the worst name for a game i've ever heard um it just kind of feels like a name that never stops being a name it just goes on forever um, so this is the next game that they're bringing to Kickstarter. Uh, enter usual comment about companies that don't belong on Kickstarter. This basically is this, a board is, game? this is a That's board game. Like. Yep. So rather than taking place in cities and stuff, this is taking place in a mining complex, and comes with a giant monster mini, which is that giant worm that you see on the side. Now, keeping in mind that the Infinity tags are fairly substantial in size. And that oh. thing at least double the size. Like this is gonna be very uh, I suspect this is gonna be very, very worthwhile.
0: Well then also looking at this too, like looking at that one image, uh where it looks like it's a board game. Yeah, it, it is it pad. is a board game. Those tags look like they're scaled down, so this almost looks like it's a uh, Adeptus Titanicus.
1: No, no, they are. Uh, everything in this is to scale.
0: Everything is to scale, so those aren't smaller. Yeah. Mid- okay.
1: Nope. Nope. They're all they're all twenty eight mil. Okay. Um, what is not pictured in there is some minis uh, that they are calling prospectors. So this comes with four tags. There's also prospectors in the game, which is like your miners that keep on trying to attack things and stuff. Uh, The the worm kind of comes up randomly in one of those three holes and will kind of attack whoever's around it. So it's kind of trying to... It's the game trying to disturb how the action works and stuff. We only know so much about this. They have done a few videos on their YouTube channel, which I will link in the notes. Uh, But I just... I don't know if this is something I want to back or not. Uh, The the thing that I find frustrating about this is the same thing I found frustrating about Defiance. It's not coming to retail. Uh, This is only going to be on Kickstarter. And I just don't understand why companies keep on doing this. It doesn't make any sense. Other than the, yes, you might get a few extra dollars because people will be scared of missing out. Mm -hmm. Restricting this only to Kickstarter makes no sense as a business. Because all you're doing is limiting your fan base. Yeah, there's just the less people that yep. can buy it. Exactly. I mean,
0: the, the only reason why it makes sense to, like, you know, do something like this where it's you only get it on Kickstarter is if you've developed the game, you've playtested, you've built it, and you realize there's a percentage of the fan base that will back this and, and without hesitation. But beyond that, it's a turn and it won't sell on the shelves. So we'll just do it this way.
1: Oh, well, I don't know. See, so it's not, it doesn't look like the box is stupidly big that stores might be willing to put it on the shelf. I mean, it's not like an Infinity is a, a name that doesn't sell. Yeah. Um, but it's not something that might get picked up by the competitive people, maybe. So, I don't know. It, it is something that they're doing that's a risk. I'll give them that. It's not being on Kickstarter that I have the biggest problem with for this. It's the fact that it's a Kickstarter exclusive, and you cannot buy this unless you do it through Kickstarter. That's where and I the, thats where I have a problem.
0: And that's what I'm saying. I wonder if they've done enough playtesting on it and everything and realize that it's not... It's not going to be good enough to sustain on the shelves and to develop further beyond this, and they're just going to kick start it, get the pile of money for it, make it, ship it, and just call it done. Yeah.
1: So I'm kind of in two boats as to whether I regret backing Defiance or not. That's a game that I really, really wanted to play, but at the same time, it was really expensive. Uh, it looked like it was worth the money, quite frankly. It's still shipping out at the moment, um, but and that's with all of the COVID delays. It's shipping out... Only a month or two late off the top of my head. I don't remember the exact dates that were promised. Uh, it's definitely late, but it's not super late. Um, I know it's arrived in Australia. I know it's arrived in parts of the US. It's still being delivered in Spain because the ship to Spain got delayed. So when it's their own country that's getting it last, you got to give them respect for that. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, moving on. GCT is... The company that does Bushido, and the very, very first model is a model that I must own because, oh my God, it's a giant snake person with a chain weapon. It looks all kinds of awesome. And it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, we've also got a guy that's walking around with two of the best looking boys that you've ever seen. I mean, this guy has a Whippet. I don't think I've ever seen anybody do... Yeah. A, it looks like a Whippet to me. I don't think I've seen anybody ever do a Whippet Mini, ever. That was
0: good. It's a little big to be, like, thick to be a Whippet, but the closest thing I can think is a Whippet.
1: Mm. I, yeah, I could probably is...
0: haul it through the wall and have the dog expert come look. Possibly.
1: <laughs> um, there's also uh, somebody for the Minimoto, which is holding a big banner thing that looks like you could stab somebody with it. Like, seriously, you could stab somebody with that banner. Uh, and there's another looking, really cool looking
0: bird mini. We've seen that bird something
1: already. Something in here for all of the factions.
0: We've seen that bird yeah, that's, that's Rooster Man. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, we've also seen the guy with the bow as well. That is a stunning mini, I think.
0: I think that's possibly like, the best of them. I can feel the motion of that mini just yeah. sitting there. Uh, I don't
1: remember if we've seen the guy with the baboon or not. I mean, the guy the guy himself looks very uncomfortable, uh, but the baboon looks like he's going to kick all of the ass.
0: Yeah. Um, um, Maybe that guy sculpted like he's fending off the baboon.
1: Possible. I would like, think that ah! they're probably working together, though. Uh, my favorite is the snake lady, just because she's from my faction, and it's a snake lady with a giant chain weapon. And what's there not to like about a giant snake lady with a chain weapon?
0: Um, Any favorites from you guys?
1: The guy with the bow.
0: Guy with the the bow. guy with the bow? Yeah. Yeah. To, to Sculpt-wise, you are right. Yeah, to take a static mini like that and just... and. Imparts so much fluidity and motion into it. Yeah, because you can you can you can feel him roaring back. Yeah, oh yeah, like or about I to mean, release. Yeah, I mean it's just even though it's just it's it's static and like you know in in reality too he could you know be like a sniper you know and, and he's been holding that for the last minute waiting for you know the right one thing to move to or, or well, counting the timing or yeah
2: and the way that his cape is blowing and it almost looks like the wind is blowing back so he's holding yeah. like you said george he's holding that waiting for the wind to die down so it's effective shot
0: i like the fact that like, the
1: bow is actually the right size too which with the larger bows like that is not easy to capture in a sculpt mm-hmm. um and a bow of that size is really difficult to get in a crouching pose but they've They've they managed well. to do that somehow. Yeah. My favourite is the Snake Lady, just because she's from my faction. Uh, but sculpt-wise, I think easily it's that. Not that I think that there's there's no turds in this.
0: They're all good. No, so, yeah, yeah, they're they're pretty they're pretty decent.
1: There's a small company that you may have heard of called TT Combat. Never uh, heard of them before. We may have talked about them before. No. Uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, So the most exciting thing here is clearly the fact that they're doing a cutting mat. Uh, No, I'm just being facetious. Yes, they have a cutting mat. That is cool. Uh, There's a whole heap of terrain here that they've got coming in their Octo line, which for me screams Infinity, personally. Um, There is one of them that has a Mini on it. Is it an Infinity Mini? I want to have a closer look. That's about... No, it's a Necromunda Mini.
0: That's about 15 inches by uh, 12 inches. The cutting map or yeah. the terrain? The cutting, the cutting map Okay.
1: Because I was going to say the building I was looking at wasn't anywhere near that big. I mean, wide. But there's also something I wanted to cover on this that we should have talked about last episode and didn't. If you scroll down a little bit, there's a mini called The Chameleon. I already mentioned that. That's John Cena in a chameleon form. It is. It's a John Cena, yes. I know you can't see the mini, but there is a mini there. For some reason, when YouTube mentioned John Cena, I kind of acknowledged it and didn't notice what you were talking about because I was inside the page of the Triassic 5 at the time.
0: Because you don't listen to anything I say, Bruce. (laughs) Sorry, what was that? (laughs) You deserved that.
1: I just wanted to acknowledge that because, I mean, I'm not saying it's John Cena, but it's definitely John Cena. No, And the fact that they've done it as a chameleon just makes so much sense. Right.
0: It's Uh, just a living meme
1: now. I challenge somebody to paint that so that
0: you literally can't see it. Find some invisible paint. So, can I talk about how cool the tri platforms are? They're pretty sure. cool. Because when you put them all together, you have like a cohesive building with some platforms. Or you separate them out into towers and you know, spread them out over the, the battlefield, and you have towers with platforms.
2: Pretty, pretty nice balconies.
0: Yeah. it's Actually, yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. I uh, think those, those are really cool really simple. Yep. Uh, these would... are for drop side too. Okay, so they're on a little bit of the small scale. Yeah, um, they're 10 millimeter. If you look at the it,
1: description, it does say that.
0: Lewis, uh, crank these up to 28 mil. I'd agree with
1: that. They yeah. would sell. Because you figured what
0: uh, one and a half times the size, so you know get three towers for what? How would that convert up? Uh, Thirty pounds? Uh, not not easily because converting something from one
1: scale to another is actually a lot harder than people think it is. Well, no, I, I was, you, I was you just actually have at- to redesign it.
0: I was talking about material costs and everything for like actual pricing.
1: Um I would be guessing somewhere around the thirty or forty pound mark.
0: Yeah, I I, I think that's a pretty good price for a, a three tower terrain kit. Ooh, those cooling towers are cool. That's also for drop zone. Yeah, all of all of that stuff there is for drop zone. Uh, the
2: landing pad is the landing pad's pretty big.
1: Stay corrected. Everything but the landing pad is for drop zone.
2: Yeah, because I was looking like, you know, at I was like, "Ooh, that would be cool for like the you know, Legion and stuff like that." I was, have a spaceship, yeah, of some sort, sitting on there as a terrain
1: piece. Oh, cool. really? gorgeous stuff. Well, asked, to... So, yes, I'm looking at
0: the I'm looking at the PHI particle collider. Its dimensions yes. are thirty-eight centimeter by thirty centimeter by ninety centimeter.
2: You get the tower. That's probably ninety centimeters.
0: 90.
1: Uh, oh. I suspect that that's the topping error. I think it's meant to be nine centimeters tall. It's definitely not okay. ninety centimeters tall.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. I see. I just found the picture with no, the i uh, APV.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, not George
0: Lewis, Lewis. We found a typing error.
1: No, you're right. Ninety centimeters. That'd be uh, pretty big too. Or maybe I should order one and then complain the fact that it's not ninety centimeters tall. <laughs> <laughs> that's a she I mean, It's ninety millimeters tall, but that's not what it says. All's advertising. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You might want to get somebody on that, Lewis. All right. Moving uh, on.
0: Same, same with the- same with the landing pad. It says it's 90 centimetres tall too. Oh, well, that's definitely not 90 centimetres. Mm-hmm.
1: I think um. to
2: start paying us for a spell check. <laughs>
1: Moving on. It's like the meme. This yeah, is like I my fourth attempt it. to try and move on now. <laughs> Mantic Games have announced that Dead Zone is finally getting a third edition. I say finally. It doesn't feel like it was that long ago that we were talking about the second edition for Dead Zone. Um, I, I might have said Drop Zone by mistake. But Dead Zone... Uh, Dead Zone is a skirmish-sized game based in their... Uh, is it Warzone, their game? Their sci-fi game? Anyway. Um, it's all very, very... it's It definitely has a crowd and a following. It, the second edition kind of... It went well, but I don't think it went as well as they wanted it to. There was kind of a few things in the rules that they've updated. The rules on this is more... Um, streamlined as opposed to completely written they've they've kind of rejigged things to kind of make it a little bit more make it a little bit more sense and so that you can't be that guy in a game to get away with something that you know that you're not supposed to be getting away with Uh, they actually specifically called out something that people were doing that they know that they're not allowed to do but the rules didn't specifically say that they couldn't so therefore they are um i don't remember what the actual thing was but the the people writing the rules were definitely calling people out on it um which i like when companies do that it's like you knew that you weren't allowed to do this so now we've definitely written it so that you can't do this anymore um games workshop won't do that because they kind of want their fans to argue over things i think um and if they didn't want their fans to argue over things they wouldn't write rules to be uh what's the word no, Games Workshop do this thing where their rules to, are to be interpreted as opposed to read, um, which oh, invites yeah. an argument. Um, argument is probably not the right word to use. Conflict. Conflict. Yeah. Well, there, there's two frames of thought when it comes to wargaming. Some people feel that that is part of a game. I'm not one of those people. I feel that that takes away from a game, but... You're never going to win everybody one way or the other with that. Um, but this looks like it could be interesting. Um, there will be some new boxes coming out. Uh, there's a new expansion on their terrain. All of the the um, signs and pictures and stuff are all new on that. Uh, and there's some hard plastic kits coming that we will be seeing at a later date. Um, yeah. Speaking of Mantic, I'm probably ordering some Mantic stuff shortly. But we will talk about that in hobby time. Moving on to a game that we have not covered before. Parabellum have a game out called Conquest that's getting a lot of attention recently. Um, Partially because Games Workshop annoyed a lot of people with one of the decisions that they made recently. Uh, And partially because it looks like this might actually be a really good game. Um, They have orcs riding dinosaurs. In this particular case, it's an orc riding a T-Rex. And I don't care who you are, there's nothing about this model that is not awesome. It's an orc riding a T-Rex. I shouldn't need to say any more than
0: that. Looks like the T-Rex has feathers on its tail.
1: Yep, that would be uh-huh. because they've actually sculpted them according to what they were and not what we didn't think they were 30 years ago. you got to oh, remember no. Jurassic Park is wrong in this, and were, Jurassic Park was wrong when it was released.
0: No, NASA says
1: Jurassic Park is one of the most scientifically accurate movies ever. I don't know where they're getting that information from because every dinosaur scientist in the world disagrees with them in the 90s, let alone now. (laughs) Um, They also have raptors being ridden by orcs as well and they also have feathers, but much more feathers than that. There's also an apex queen. Uh, There is a whole heap of other stuff. It's just this is the one that got me excited because I was like, ooh, 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 T-Rex, because T-Rex is awesome. Because it is. So I thought I'd show that off. Captain Socks, Major Socks. Uh-huh. I believe we've got some Star Wars stuff that's been announced, including so, something that almost captures my attention. Yeah, you're talking the uh, like, AMG seriously, I, I may be tempted to buy into some stuff next year.
2: Yeah, so AMG Atomic Mass Games just had their mini extravaganza last weekend where they showed off a whole bunch of stuff, including some announcements for Star Wars Legion. And in it... They announced that they're going to start having mercenaries. So you can actually have um, units that may be able to be played on on both sides, depending on what uh, faction you play. Um, but then they're also going to have battle forces. forces. Um, so think of the Battle of Hoth. They're actually going to have a uh, box for all the rebel forces that were defending on Hoth. And then they're going to have another box for all the Empire forces trying to take over Hoth. Almost like a Battlefleet box that we see in Drop Under, or Drop Fleet Commander and some of the others uh, from Games Workshop. But then, uh, as Bruce mentioned, there is a teaser map where Ewoks are going to be coming out for Legion as well as uh, some other potential sub-factions. People are wondering, you've always wanted to get Gungans. Who knows? We could see them with these new almost sub-factions slash mercenaries they're coming out with in the future. So... Most yeah. of these are going to be out uh, late next year or three time frame. Is what they're saying. This is the, this is what they've been working on. Um, these are kind of their first
1: steps as the maker of the Legion moving forward. There's a really so. cool piece of art that they continue to use throughout this, which is Darth Maul with the dark saber and half of his lightsaber just yes. storming towards camera. And I don't know what the context of this is. I'm guessing it's from one of the comic books.
2: It, it, but it is, might be
1: my favorite piece of Star Wars art right now.
2: Yeah, and that's actually going to be one of the new mercenaries. So Darth, Darth Maul Darth, is. Darth Maul is already out there for the clones, or sorry, the clones, the uh, CIS, the Separatist uh, faction. But I think it's worth noting it. that
1: this Darth Maul is post being cut in half too. Correct.
2: So he's going to be part of the new mercenary faction. They're going to have some uh, folks where he comes from, uh, as well as some more um, Mandalorians. Um So, a lot of cool stuff coming out as mercenaries. Cad Bane is going to get a a new uh, right. Um, Boba Fett is going to get a new right. And uh, Boss is going to get a new right because they're, in a sense, bounty hunters slash mercenaries for hire in the movies as well as Clone Wars series. So, their rules are going to be changing as they come out with the mercenary rules more in the future to come on that. So, I'm looking
1: forward to it. see it to come. Um, So... I think it's... I'm going to give some people credit here that probably wouldn't have been given credit publicly, but there is a community of people out there that that specifically started creating Ewoks, uh, sorry, Ewoks yes. for the games for 3D printing, uh, and there is no way that that announcement would have happened if the audience wasn't out there for it. So I think it's fair to say that... The three D printing community is directly responsible for a release in this case, because there's no way that would have happened otherwise. Yeah, and there's there's. I, mean, lots I don't of other... know what Atomic Mass Games thinks, but that's what I think.
2: No, I agree because um, Fantasy Flight obviously has been working on the Droid Spider, the little walker with the big bulbous head, uh, yep. droid unit. And people have been 3D printing that for a while, too, since pretty much the droid Separatist Army came out. Uh, and so I can kind of say that kind of was another one that came about from the 3D printing community of people printing their own droid units Yeah, um, as well.
1: I mean, from my personal standpoint, um, realistically, the Gungans are better fleshed out as an army than the Ewoks are, because the Ewoks aren't really an army. They're just no. someone that... I mean, they do have... Extra stuff. I mean, there's movies that people hate. Um, I enjoyed them as kids, but I'm not going to sit here and pretend they were good. Um, that do flesh out the lore of the Ewoks a bit mm-hmm. more, but they still weren't an army per se. Um, so it does give me hope that we might see something from the Gungans. I'm still not going to hold my breath, though. I'll probably buy something Ewoks, though. I'd actually happily paint Ewoks, just as a painting project. Yeah. There's
0: also some Marvel stuff as well. Well, quick question. Yes. Yeah, so this is a battle of Hoth, right? Yeah. So are, are they going to do a battle of Kolth? Who knows? They could
2: be. I mean, there's there's plans for other battle boxes, battle forces in the future. So
1: are they going to do his family?
0: They kind of already did. Did for you it, did you miss my reference there, Socks? Yes, I did. Uh, Blue Harvest, where they're uh, you know he's a comedian instead of you know a, a bad guy, and he's just like, yeah, I'm from Hoth. I don't know why they call it Hoth. It's really cold there. I should just call it Kolth. Uh-huh. So gotcha. Anyways, but uh. Y- they kind of have
2: uh, a faction in the sense of Wookiee Warriors. Talk about
1: a tape dive. Yeah, because
2: so, they have a bunch of uh, new releases coming out that are all Battle of style, and they got a new box of Wookiee Warriors coming in. So they kind of yeah. already have a way to build an entire wookiee army if you wanted to
1: major socks have you seen the star wars holiday special that george lucas wants you not to say no i've not i recommend watching it but i recommend watching it with alcohol and preferably a riff track because it's really hard to watch there's a reason george lucas still tries to deny that he ever made it even though there's video evidence that he definitely made it Nobody tried in that at all.
2: As you mentioned, there's more stuff coming out from uh, MC Planet watching.
1: Yeah. Uh, So Some of this we've seen before. Some of it we haven't. Uh, Hulkbuster we had seen separate from the event. Uh, But it's a much better view of it this time. The big thing is that we're getting some more X-Men stuff, which is along the same line of what they announced last year. Um, So, Juggernaut. I think that might almost be my choice of release there just because it's juggernaut uh colossus is possibly the my favorite x-man ever um it just i've always been a fan of colossus uh and he comes with magic who i'm not familiar with um and then i think we've probably got the fans choice because i'm sorry it's rogan gambit and it's the fans choice because it's rogan gambit um i'm
0: trying to find these images. They don't have Uh images. Go back
1: to the main page. Click no. on the actual logo and then scroll down. Okay. That's my fault. Sorry.
0: Okay, I found Hulkbuster.
1: Yep. If you keep on going across to the right, because it does start with stuff that we've already discussed, and then you will see Ms. Marvel, and then you will see a new Spider Man Dr. Octopus, uh, which is part of a diorama set that they've done. And right, at the now, very who end, are you have Rogan
0: Bruce? What was that? Who were you not familiar with?
1: Magic. Magic. She's an x man I've never heard of. But yeah, uh, Rogue definitely feels a lot like Rogue. Uh, Gambit is well, it's Gambit. Gambit's awesome. Um, there's a reason he was almost everybody's favourite X-Man in the cartoon. Because if you weren't a fan of Wolverine, you were a fan of Gambit, and you were probably a fan of both.
0: And in his skeevy New Orleans accent.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that particular set's going to sell
0: like hotcakes
1: just because of who they
0: are. But yeah. Any thoughts? Um, my my thoughts are I. I, I It's cool. It's Marvel stuff. I really want to get in that game. I don't want to get into that game. And I really want to talk about the cool thing I saw on the next topic. (laughs) The Don't Look Back one. Yes. So,
1: Don't Look Back have a Cursed Crate coming out. As well as something else that's not on the run sheet that I'll talk about in a second. So the Cursed Crate, at first thing... So this is an expansion for the game. And at first glance, you're looking at it and going, why is it $60? It's the same price as the full set. This is actually three expansions in one. Uh, this is three different expansions that story all links together. Uh, it's all based around the owner of a pizza joint in the town that this game's based in. Uh, Mama, wait, what, what's that? Mama Luna's Pizza. Uh, and it turns out that Mama Luna is a werewolf. So you've got three different minis there. All of which what are actually like the old lady. What? No, um, comes with some expansions to the items and so forth with the game. As I said, the it comes with a new rule book because this is the first fully fleshed out expansion for the game, and a 3D printed mini, which is basically uh, it's a themed killer for the missions. The thing that confuses me is the cards that they're showing appear to be in sleeves that I can't buy and I would buy those sleeves probably so I don't know if the sleeves are supposed to be coming with this game or if that's a tease of something that's coming I don't actually know there but this is this is something I like it's three expansions in one this is some significant content here Uh, you get new environments and a twist of fate deck expansion So, this is, yeah, it's got some significant content in here. But the other thing, is this what you wanted to comment on, or is it where I'm leading next?
0: I I don't know. I'm looking at Mama's uh, Mama Luna's Pizzeria.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, the terrain's pretty cool that they're starting to come out with.
0: Yeah. So,
1: yes, uh, as part of it, they were releasing a terrain set of Mama Luna's Pizzeria, which is a building from the town. You'll also notice that the lake house cabin is there at the
0: moment. I do see that.
1: Yes uh that's only going to be there for another few days this is kind of your last chance to buy it again for a while it will come back but this is going to be something that they kind of feed in and out occasionally um same with the camp northwood which is brand new um i was really really tempted to drop money on these but it would cost me a hundred dollars in postage just to get them here to australia uh and i really want them but it's just not feasible for me to get them and pay that sort of money in postage.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and that's not a slight on them. There's nothing they can do to control that. Um, oh, but if you're in the US point. and you want to build up a camp, like, there is no better way of doing it. It's just so... It's $120 for a 3 by 3 table and possibly the best 3 by 3 table of a camp that you're ever going to do, in my opinion.
0: Uh, 65 Oh, 65 oh it's yeah that plus the like outs cabin oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah. you
1: put them together and you got a full three by three table
0: oh okay gotcha 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 okay and it would be so very the, densely packed that, that's not what i was like really excited about seeing
1: yeah what are you really excited about seeing?
0: if you scroll down a ways there's a don't look back deluxe measuring gauge oh yes i was <laughs> getting that. yes yes the the knife is back <clears throat> that's just
1: brilliant um, They hadn't decided if they were bringing this back or not, which is why I'd kind of said hopefully they're bringing it back every other time we discussed it. Uh, I am definitely buying this at some point. It's just a question of when I make my next order. That is definitely being added to it because... uh, And mine is going to be painted with blood splatter on it because, of course, it is. And I'm not even going to pretend that I'm the first one to do that. I've seen videos of people doing it. So, Yeah, some significant stuff being dropped there by black Sight studio
0: and the more i see this game the more I, I i really want this game it's a lot of fun i have played it it's fun
1: it's worth buying i saw people playing it with their kids and they kind of changed it so that the campers were scooby-doo uh and they swapped out the killer for like a really cliche type villain and they kind of just changed it a little so it fit fit for the audience So I like a game that you can kind of play around with like that. Um, And I guess in the case, if you're playing it with kids, then it's not that they've been killed, it's that they've been scared and ran away or something. Oh. Now, George, would you like to start talking about a a, a game that's coming out by a company that I'm I'm definitely on board with saying that I'm a huge fan of and I never criticise them at all? And by not at all, I mean all of the time. So Because this is going really
0: well on Kickstarter right now. Well, for, for, to, to, to address that, it's everything I've seen in the last year and a half, uh, ever since I saw the Ankh Kickstarter, uh, everything they seem to put up does well. Um, well on the yes. 14th of September, um, we, were, we were rewarded and graced and blessed with a Kickstarter for CMON's Masters of the Universe, the board game, Clash for Eternia. There are so, so many. Things this is this. the
1: version that you can buy within the U.S. and everywhere that's not Europe.
0: Everywhere if you're Europe.
1: from Europe, then I will be linking an alternate board game that you can purchase by one of their competitors. Or expand your uh, base of friends and find someone who doesn't live in Europe. Yeah, but then they're paying for postage twice, too. Uh, Honestly, unless you really want the Seamon game because you're a big fan of Seamon, I would just buy the Archon Studio one if you're
0: from Europe. I i have not seen the Archon Studio game, like how it's played. And from what I've seen of the c one, um, I think oh, this, it's actually... Yeah, it looks weird. good. Yeah. Um, um, this so, is, it's right, a difficult
1: right, thing of where the, the the rights for Masters of the Universe is kind of a bit complicated and has been gotten in different regions by different people. So c can't release this for everyone. They're physically not allowed to. Um, yeah. It would be illegal for them to this has actually hit a million dollars right now so so yeah and to answer um, the question yes i've given in and yes i've backed it shame on you i yeah, feel I, very dirty
0: i'm sure you do i was backer 349 so i
1: wasn't i was a thousand and something i was asleep when this went live
0: <laughs> um now that being said in the last in the last few days since it has launched it it first launched with the assault on Skull and then the plastic caskel Grayskull skull uh, pack which come on you can't not get that that's it's just a little mini plastic skull yeah. mm. um but here in the last uh, few days we were we were given a uh, another expansion that has Shira and her gang of, of goodies yeah which is it
1: I, you had asked me if they were gonna do this and I was like well they might but they may not be allowed to uh, because for people that aren't up with um he-man and everything she-ra was the spin-off and it's kind of one of these things the the legal rights on she-ra is that complicated that even mattel don't entirely understand it um and have acknowledged that it confuses them like this isn't me throwing shade it's something that they have acknowledged that they struggle with so um, well, that being
0: said we, we are getting them now nothing about hordak and and his group of uh cronies that Hassle her and and, and and her associates, but
1: yeah. Although well, they be, do have
0: his bots already, which is weird. Yeah, I would be great. Yeah, with with the robots, I would be greatly shocked if they don't show up. So he's gonna show uh, up, is As a, as an unlock, he'll have to. Oh, he he has to. You you can't have yeah. It's so um. I'm I'm very very pleased with with all the stuff that is you know being teased to us on a daily basis and unlocked on. Essentially, a daily basis. Yeah, um, I, I'm I'm very happy with what I'm seeing. Um, I'm greatly excited for this. Um, I'll have to see if I can find it or find one for you to check out, there, Bruce. But uh, uh, some so some groups who are who are bigger than us, they have more followers, so um, they were given um, oh, what's the word? Prototype boxes of the game that Ooh. you can sit down and play. Yeah, and so. Yeah, if you scroll up to the first picture um, where you got the board game and you got the actual board and you got like the two, you know, dashboard things. So the one dashboard um, that's closest on the bottom, that's a player dashboard. The one above that is the DM dashboard who's controlling multiple characters at the same time. Oh, yes, yes. And then that's in the usual CMON fashion. Well, Uh, well, the way it's set up is they always are able to gain power and do more things or bigger things than the players are. So think...
1: It's a little bit of a stretch, but think Zombicide—it works in a very similar manner to that. Mm-hmm. Whereas, I never played Zombicide, um, so no. Uh, but like that, there is somebody that controls the villains uh, yeah. potentially. It, like it's a classic, it's a classic dungeon crawler concept.
0: Uh, uh, but this uh, can also
1: be played by one person, so you don't actually—you don't have to have a person that's actually controlling that
0: it says one to five i I think this is the kind of game where I think it would be much better if if well you weren't lonely and by yourself well yes mm-hmm. uh, it's gonna be more more fun with with friends
1: uh, just scrolling through the unlocks right now like we've already had some significant names come up um some of which are really exciting others are which are just like oh it's a piece of terrain which is not unexciting but it's not what you back it for? Um, I like the fact that they're doing three D stuff. I like the fact that Moss Man actually kind of looks like Beast Man, like the original. And we kind of talked about this offline because the original, the original hero was literally Beast Man covered in flock. Um, yep. Because for those that don't know, He Man, although massively popular and made billions of dollars, was essentially done on a shoestring budget originally. Hence why all of the parts are the same.
0: And for the most uh, part, there's only like five different sculpts.
1: Pretty much, yeah. Um, but um, we've got Battle Cat, uh, we've got Whiplash. Um, you can buy parts of the game separately if you don't want to do the $220 pledge, but I don't know why you would do it that way. Uh, like it, 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 It's one of those things where clearly they've only done it that way so that the $220 pledge can look like it's worth more. It's yeah. Just, oh, yeah. It's fairly obvious that the whole point of why they're giving the the whole point of why they're giving the Grayskull a seventy five dollar price is that then then they can say that it's fifteen dollars cheaper if you don't buy it that way. Yeah. Because like you would be stupid to buy it that way. It's not worth it. It's not a seventy five dollar product. It's
0: yeah. the other but price. Who who's going to go through and buy a salt on Castle Grayskull and then not to get the the Castle Grayskull though? Yeah. Yes. I exactly. Mean, That's
1: just... this is exactly my point um so yeah this is simon being typical um typical simon uh there's lots and lots of unlocks um if you're not a large company you probably don't want to be on kickstarter for the next couple of weeks uh you probably want to wait and do it after this gets off because this is going to get all of kickstarter's attention um Uh, considering what do we got it is what it is 12 days to go yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I, I do like the marble dice, but I'm sorry, they're not worth $12, they're not getting my money. Uh, they do look pretty, but their dice, they're not worth $12. Yeah,
0: I, I, I will say, this has the potential of probably one of the biggest uh, board game Kickstarters ever, period. Just Well, because it's already on a million. Property. Well,
1: yeah, a... <clears throat> I mean you figure... And it's
0: right in the middle of a really popular,
1: like, He-Man is legitimately a big name at the moment because of revelation yeah,
0: it's well you got a bunch of us that you know in our age group that you know mm-hmm. this is what we had when we were kids we can yeah. go and shell out you know at least 100 bucks on a board game oh and then we have kids so we're going to be like you got to play this i mean socks look at this would you sit down you know play this with your kids if you had it yeah probably <laughs> um shall we move on to some indie stuff yes Indie.
1: Definition. Independent. Type. Slang. Word. Jargon. Alright, so this week, or this fortnight, sorry, we're looking at Elric's Hobbies, which is based somewhere in the US. I'm not 100% sure where in the US. I actually came across these guys because they advertised in a Conquest group uh, with the image that I linked, which is the Gen Con exclusive Conquest bases. Uh, you can't buy these on the website yet, but I have had confirmation from the owner that they are coming to the website soon. Um, this is just what there was the exclusive that he brought along as kind of like, hey, these are only available now, um, and you can't buy them anywhere else yet, kind of thing, like you do at Kix. Because that's what you do with Gen Con. Um, but largely, this guy mainly does bases, uh, and there's some really nice looking bases too. Um, advanced Alien Ruins are just kind of your fairly standard Alien Ruins. The Alien Diamond Plate's quite nice. Uh, would work kind of fairly well for, I don't know, an Alien game, or, I don't know, if you wanted to do them for... um. Uh, Tyranids is the one that I'm thinking of. But
0: well, in the no- world okay.
1: where Secret Weapon uh, dropping away, it's kind of nice to come across someone else that's doing some... Really nice looking bases. Uh, the Chaos Diamond Plate ones are quite nice too, actually. Um, kind of when it comes to people doing Chaos bases, they all kind of feel like they're the same after a while. It's all like it's lava and then it's spiky rocks. Uh, this or the one is just or... yeah. This one is like it's Diamond Plate, but it's been corrupted. I mean, there's actually some thought that's been put into it, which I kind of like. Uh, so some of this is fairly usual, like slate. Or corrupted this, um, cities, and so on and so forth. But there's some other things that kind of jump out. Like there's industrial ruins here that's very, very much um, steampunk esque. Uh, Imperial Walkway would fit right in with your Star Wars stuff, mm-hmm. or yeah, 40K yeah. for that matter. Yeah, I was just thinking that. There's some really, really nice looking stuff here um like i said so some of this is fairly like yep i've seen this sort of thing before like wood plank and this isn't having a go i mean you want to have some sanded stuff that people some people just want to find the classics and if i have some wood plank bases and i'm kind of, sick of looking at the same wood plank bases then i can buy this guy's wood plank bases and add some diversity there uh for example uh but moving on He's doing stuff for conquest. As I said, the conquest stuff is not on the site yet. Uh, there is stuff that's specific for legion, which is definitely very helpful. Uh, includes the plate covers. I don't co- Can you explain to me what the plate covers are?
2: Uh, Get back to it. Let me look at them. You're talking about the, uh, those ones? That I'm not sure because I'm trying okay. to figure that myself because I've never heard of plate covers. Unless they're talking about like the like on the tanks, the little hatches for the tanks.
1: Yeah, that would make sense. Um, and like obviously there's bundles and so forth you've got your regular round bases and your round edge bases they are just going to be different versions of the same thing but moving back to the image that I brought up initially so Conquest is one of these weird games where it's on square bases but the individual models are on round bases because the models for Conquest are actually one of two different games the full army game is all um like movement and it's like your mass battle but there's also a skirmish size game which is just on your individual bases so he's designed bases that can work legitimately for both which i really like um i just thought it was worth looking at because i haven't seen anybody even try to do unique bases for conquest yet this is the first one i've come across that actually did so, yeah, yeah I actually to get to know, cover US like, a U.S. company for a chat.
0: Yeah, I, was, I, I found a um, uh, lava bases in his thing, which, you know, I did think those, like, they're very, very three-dimensional, not, you know, mm-hmm. what a lot of these bases are. Like, yeah, the, the, some of the ones he's got shown there where it's just, you know, it's a pattern in it. You know, the, the lava ones are very three-dimensional, so. Yeah, it's pretty cool.
1: Just bringing up the ones that George was referring to. There's like there's some actual real nice depth in there. Looking at the yeah. painted pictures, it almost looks like it's cork. Um I Rich. suspect that it might have been originally before it was cast. That's just a guess.
0: Where are they at again? Um, looks like a lot of uh, uh custom crit a custom cut acrylic tokens stuff too, which you know I didn't even look at the tokens to be honest. Yeah, are not a, a lot like, stuff yeah well
1: to, to be fair most tokens kind of look the same uh in that yeah. regard and that's not a, a, that's oh, not really a go yeah. with anybody it's just like there's only so many ways that you can do tokens oh somebody's doing purity seals
0: ah huh, nice yeah it's, oh. it's kind of hard looking at the pan ones if they're originally quirk or not
1: oh i'm really really tempted by that blood angels purity seal
0: oh yeah Oh, that's really tempting.
1: Sorry, 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 it's not blood angels, it's angels of blood. It's totally different.
0: Oh, 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 sorry, yeah. Yeah. Um. But, just a thought, uh, yeah, yeah, shall yeah, we yeah, yeah, yeah. talk about
1: some, I don't know, hobbies? Dream, bloom, prime, paint.
0: What are you been up to, George? Um, well, I am currently, let me go take a look-see. Um, where'd it go? Uh I am 38% through with exporting one part of my game yesterday.
1: Oh, that's right. You had a game of um oh, yeah.
0: of what's it's called. Yeah, Ankh. um Ankh, the that's downside it. is the other camera uh wasn't recording for an hour of it, so and that was the top down angle, so. Yeah. While you're talking about
1: your hobby and then Major Sox is talking about his, I'm gonna dock off for a second. Okay.
0: <clears throat> but uh how was it? So you, yeah, you like the game? It, it was good. Um, a couple of my buddies, uh, Nolan, Will, we got together and uh, threw down. Uh, the cool thing, and and this was Will's take on the game. So obviously, there's there's predetermined scenarios. You set mm-hmm. up the 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 board based on said scenarios. You get your god and your warriors and stuff like that. But there's no dice rolling. Mm. There is. The only randomness is when you go through and selecting guardians are used, they recommend to put the cards face down, mix them up and pull one. Interesting. So, so that's random. Um and then when you're battling, you have a small seven deck, you know, seven card deck that, you know, um you go through and to boost things up in the battle. Beyond that, there's nothing random about
2: it. Okay. Yeah, and so
0: so he, he akined it to being like a game of chess.
2: I can where
0: see a lot of it is purely based on strategy um, and, and just in how you're playing the game, not like, oh, crap, I rolled Snake Eyes. You know, I'm mm-hmm. screwed. Um, now, we'll, we'll kind of harken back to the, the Kickstarter we just talked about with all the fancy 3D terrain stuff and everything. Uh, when I was playing this game of Vonk, you know, broke out the 3D pyramids and obelisks and stuff like that. And it made the game so much better instead of just using cardboard cutouts. Like, it gave it, like you were able to much more quickly look at it and be like, is that a pyramid or a temple?
2: Yeah, I feel the same way with my Company Heroes Kickstarter that I got that has a 3D terrain too. I feel to use the same so, used the cardboard
0: cutouts. Um, with the exception of just using the the fancy stuff, um, only use the core box. Haven't added anything else fancy into it yet. Um, uh, on a... What, what what should I do, Bruce? Uh, one out of five or one out of ten? Uh,
1: one out of five. What are we talking
0: about? One out of five. Onk. One out of five. I'll, I'll give yeah, onk. I'll give this game a good solid four and a half. Four and a quarter. Okay, good. Like, I wasn't
1: sure what the one out of five and one out of ten was re- was. Yeah, like yeah, but yeah, writing that makes sense.
0: Yeah, um, I'm I'm pretty happy with it. Um, we are, we are going to get more games of it in as as things go along. Um. Yeah, it was it was enjoyable. Um, the rules are um so so having done you know uh, two games now with Simon uh, Cthulhu and El Ankh, um the rules are once you're reading into them and looking at the stuff, super easy to pick up. It's super easy to pick up. So once you learn them, it's it's easier than Monopoly, which uh, so uh, uh, and, and then what have you been um, up to, sucks. Uh, so,
2: as you can see behind me, the table is full of access now uh but i did get out and started working on them again trying to get through my backlog slowly uh did discover the game store that i'll be looking at playing at uh, about a half hour away from my house so uh that's not so bad no it's not so i was expecting to drive 45 minutes to an hour away um so i'll be uh up with the group on uh thursday night usually get together at the store so we'll uh, hopefully get a game in this weekend
0: a week what uh what games are in the area so,
2: Legion, GW, um, Armada, do have some guys who play Victory C. I said I had drop zone drops, and they said, if you guys, if you have the stuff, I'm sure you'll find guys that might want to play it, you could bring demo stuff with them. I'm like, yeah, of course, always. So, we'll see as I get embedded in the group.
1: Yeah. Um. So, I haven't had a time to do a lot of hobby because I was on Night Shift last week, and then my favorite, Afternoon Shift this week. Yay. Uh, But I have managed to get some stuff done. I've been working largely on my bot war stuff. So this is like a giant maggot type thing. It's just base painted at this stage. Uh, I'm going to try and show off the base. And I've got another one that has a base. So they're all kind of, yeah, they're just base painted at this stage. I'm still working on them. Uh, Otherwise, I have made an order for some conquest stuff. I bought in because I would like to put up some orcs that ride dinosaurs, because you know that's what I really need is you know more games that I don't have to play. No, right? Um, bec- what, because I'm moving into a job. Time? Well, no, it, because I'm moving into a job that's more nine to five, and it means that I can actually play things again. Yeah. Um, this was my way of rewarding myself for getting through, which has, let's be fair, been a really difficult time. Um, on the work front for me. Like, it's just been very, very stressful with COVID and everything being the way it is. So to reward myself, I've brought some models to paint. That's going to be my um, project for October. So I need to finish my bot war before October. Is my current mission. Uh, and I may actually be buying some armada, not Star Wars armada, but oh. the Mantic armada. The... Um, They've got a a um, naval fleet game based in their Kings of War thing uh, world, and I'm thinking about getting the undead Egyptian type chips just because they seem fun. But I haven't I haven't made the plunge on that yet. Uh, that's kind of something that me, my housemate, and one other friend have been talking about wanting to do since it started. So. I haven't made a decision on that yet, but I probably will at some stage soon. I'm not in a rush for that one. I've already got stuff coming. I don't need more stuff coming. Uh, but otherwise, I in think box. it's game talk time.
2: Talk nerdy to me.
1: Right, All right. right. So we are having a look at the UCM cruises because it's time to start looking at our regular ships. Are we just so, going to do regular
2: cruisers, or are we going to include the the heavy cruiser
1: in that? Uh, I'm just going to do the medium stuff for now, I think. Medium class? Yep. Medium tonnage, and then we'll do the same with the others, and then we'll go into heaviest next. So we're going to start with the Rio. So the Rio is 105 points. You've got a 6-inch scan, a 6-inch signature. It's got a thrust of 8, hull of 10. Its armor is 3+. plus. It's got 5-point defense. Comes in groups of 1 or 2 medium tonnage and there's nothing special about it uh, weapons wise uh, you've got a uf 4200 mass driver turret you've got two of those one on the left and one on the right uh, they are a lock of four plus two attacks one damage uh, the arcs are front and side either left or right depending on which one it is and they are linked meaning that you can use them both at the same time you've also got a uf 6400 which is a lock of 3+. plus. Uh, it's got 4 attacks, 1 damage, and that's front and side. Either way, Squadron 2. I need to look up what the Squadron rule
2: is. Yeah, I was just looking at that too myself. I was just like, what the heck is Squadron 2? That's a new special rule I am not. Unless it's something new with the new rule you came out with.
1: Yeah, I haven't come across that. Uh, you've also got... I might try to look that up while one of you are reading the next one. Yep. Uh... You've also got Shark Missile Bays, which is your usual close action weapon. Uh, That's a lock of 4+. plus. It's D6 plus 1, so for me that'll be 2 attacks. Uh, 1 damage, front side and rear, because it's a close action weapon. Um, Fairly common to see most of these. You generally tend to get 1 of 2 people. Either you get the people that prefer the mass turret, or you get people that tend to prefer your burn through, um, which depends on which way you fall. I tend to prefer to have... Little bit of both, but that's I, just me. I, nice. I agree.
2: As a UCM player, I kind of have a mixture of both, but then also I have the yeah. burn through capability. So I feel the same way. So,
1: um, I'm gonna go and grab some rule books while you go through the next one.
2: All right, so the next one is UCM Berlin. Uh, it's uh, 105 points. It's same stats in terms of the ships for scan six inch scan, six inch thr- signature, eight inch thrust, ten inch, 10 inch or 10 hole, three armor plus uh five point defense grouping of one to two and medium tonnage. uh it has the two uf 4200 mass t- driver turrets on the shoulders plus lock attack one damage left and right uh, respectively depending on the shoulder mount and then you got your cobra heavy laser uh which is a three plus lock two attack one damage front and narrow arc you know, with a burn through of six with flash as its special rules and then it has the same truck missile base the four plus lock d6 plus one attack one damage side rear close action so you pretty much change change out the tur- chin turrets from the rio and put the every laser burn through on the chin and you've got the berlin so like bruce was saying i like i agree i agree. I usually take one or two of these as well as the rio so
0: yeah um i am a little uh i'm gonna go on to do the madrid here but uh i think something's off the uh, osaka and the new cairo light cruisers uh i think those point values are a little off i agree um the madrid uh so this is the uh, bombardment version uh it's gonna have the the same ba- basic stats there uh scan and sig is six thrust of eight hall of ten armor three plus point defense five groups of one to two tiny medium it's nothing special about it. it's it got two uf 4200 mass drivers four block two attacks one damage each front side left front side right they're linked um, and then you have the UFB 8000 Bombardment Turrets, which are a two-up block, six shots, one damage each, front-side-rear Bombardment Special, meaning it can shoot at stuff on the ground. And then Shark Missile Bays, uh, four up, D6 plus one, one damage each, front-side-rear, close action.
1: Squadron uh, X.
0: Okay, here we go. If a group
1: has assigned X... Or more weapons with squadron to the same target Add a further d6 shots to the attack dice pool of those weapons to that ship so in the case of the one that I was talking about it means you would be adding another two dice to it so another two d6 shots to it um, these shots added to the attacks of one of the ships when rolling to hit uh, attackers choice resolved with the same modifiers as that ships so Wait, it's extra shots, basically. So two shots or two d six shots. Well, it's squadron X and X add to further d six. So it would be somewhere between two and twelve. Twelve. Um it says squadron two, so that's what it would let's, mean.
0: Let's not bother reading anything else because uh a potential six to sixteen that's... shots from a three plus four up weapon. That seems. A little Obscene.
1: Yeah, Lewis, can you double check that? Are you sure that it's meant to be Squadron Two and not One? Because
0: what a potential twelve extra shots is a little much. I mean, not, Jason won't get that, but you know, Socks might. Um, okay, so we are up to the Seattle. Do you want to uh, do some clarification? Are those uh, light cruisers? Uh, the Cairo and uh, Osaka are those a- point values but, too and i'll 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 do the seattle real quick so the seattle got- is a scan and sig of six inches thrust of eight ten all, all these ships are going to be the these the this uh profile but 10 hull armor three plus point defense of five grouping of one so that's that is different uh medium time special launch it's a it's a carrier um, it's got 1 UF 6400 uh master turret, 3 up lock. vortex, 1 damage front and side. Nothing special about it. Uh doesn't have that squadron 2. That's ridiculous. Um shark missile bays uh 4 up D6 plus 1. 1 damage front and side rear close action. Um it's launch. It's got three fighters and bombers at 132 points.
1: Where we do play a game where launch is good. So, yeah. Uh, those two are both light cruisers, so moving directly onto the San Francisco, which is one hundred and ten points. No, um, one hundred and eleven on the website. So oh, I knew, sorry, sorry. Oh. One hundred yeah, I, I, I knew what I meant, just because I didn't say it. <laughs> uh, six-inch scan, six-inch sig, thrust of eight, hull ten. So it's all fairly standard at this point. Five-point defense, group of one, medium launch again, which will be an obvious reason why in a second. Um, you have exactly the same mass turret driver, so it's the 4200 mass turrets, one left, one right. Um, the, and then you have the Barracuda Missile Bays, so that's a 4+, two attacks, one, front side and rear. But this one has your bulk landers, so you've got two bulk landers. Um, so that's two launch a turn, essentially. Um, so this is potentially a very effective way... To get your bulklanders, uh, so to get your troops down onto the ground, um, this is a ship that if you're running it, you want to protect it, pretty much.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Where's the New Orleans strike carrier? Thirty two points. I don't know if the Rios legit with that squadron too, Uh, I say I'm just gonna load up on those, uh, for, full, a uh, few burn for the through ships, and I'll just let the New Orleans sneak through, and I'll just just light everything up with the the Rios. That that squadron 2, if that's the case, that's that's too good.
1: Like I said, I mean this if you if you're taking the San Francisco, you're t- not taking it for attack, you're taking it to get your troops down.
0: Yeah. Right, but I'm saying um, use the New Orleans, well, Orleans for that. Well it, yeah, the
1: New Orleans do work, and then you don't have to worry about a certain faction's gates shooting them as they go down.
0: That's a five up lock, that's
1: Yes, and you always roll five. No I don't. As does <laughs> Levi, apparently.
0: Yes, you did.
1: Levi used to roll fives all the time. And if it wasn't fives, it was sixes. Yeah. Um, look, assuming that that squadron 2 reads exactly the way that I wrote it, I read it, which is what the rule book says, unless that's been clarified, um, then, well, I can't go yes. past the Rio, because that's just, it, it has to have been updated. Like, that. that's just too good at this point um like scarily so
0: yeah because i mean if if that were the case you know just as a you know two rios one berlin two rios one berlin two rios one berlin that's how i do it i would not do weapons free on any of those ships unless i absolutely had to i would use that 6200 turret roll that squadron to light it up and then burn throughs i
2: think i figured it out so if a group has X as it has assigned X or more weapons, so in other words, you have to have assigned two or more weapons from that group to the same target. If you've done that, then you add one, not one for every two. It's add a further D6 shot to the attack.
1: Oh, okay. So you'd be doing it for two extra ships within that group. Correct. So
2: you have to have two ships That makes assigned, more sense. Okay. Two ships that makes more sense. To target one ship and you, one of those ships gets an extra D6 shot to their dice pool okay. of weapons.
1: You're taking, you're taking three Rios, and because there's three of them together, they're shooting together, you get an extra two D6 attacks. One. Eat. You add what? Oh,
2: add no. a D6. You add one D6. So what's the two one? about, then? So you have a squad of two, because you can have a group yeah. of up to two. So if you have a group that has assigned X, has assigned X oh, or okay. one weapons. Yep, so you yep, have yep, to have yep. at least two weapons of the same targeting okay. one ship. And if you do, then you get to add that extra V6 to one of those ships' attack rules. Okay, okay. so what
0: about yep. the next no, that ship makes sense. rule then? What's that? What about the next ship's squadron rule then?
1: So, uh, it works the same way
0: yeah because so you got a group uh, of two like.
2: so if you had two squadrons of four so you had one grouping one squadron with two ships and another squadron with two ships in the same battle group as we know that becomes one group. with how the rules are stated so in a sense you could potentially get two extra d6 one on one group and one from on the other group added into the roles if you've tar- if all four of them are targeting
0: yeah, okay the same. okay that's still too good in my opinion I
1: don't think i have as much of a problem with it if it's because you're because you're not getting the shots on the other ship
0: okay but but so i'm still i'm still gonna argue it this way this is this is you know um like my uh ambers and onyxes that's a three-up block with four shots right so you take you take two rios and you just got like one other ship right so sounds... you're running you're running a potential of you know eight plus shots whatever other ship is shooting because you're fulfilling that squadron two you get an extra D6 of shots. So, essentially, you're getting a free Rios worth of shots.
2: Potentially, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Because you could potentially get... You'll have four from the two shot two ships with a potential of another one to six.
1: You'd have a minimum yeah, of actually. five attacks, a maximum of ten. Minimum
2: of... You'd have... No, a minimum of nine. Because you have to have two ships. Yeah. Because you have to have two ships targeting one ship. So if you have four attacks of each, so that's that's eight plus the minimum of one from the D6 roll, minimum nine, all the way up to fourteen. Second reel. You only add those to one of those ships. You okay. Only add that to one of the ship's other ships' attacks. You read that. Keep reading it further. Okay. Uh These shots are added to the attacks of one of the sh- when rolling to hit attackers' choice. It's not both ships. It's one ship.
0: Okay. No, but socks. They both have the squadron rule.
1: Yes, but you only get to use it once. Correct. You don't get to use it on both ships. So, you
2: can't. The reason why it ha- doesn't have a squadron of one is because then you would all the ships. Okay, you
0: okay, okay. Yeah, that makes you sense. You have okay. at
2: least two ships in your squadron or your grouping in order to get that special
1: rule. So, the number isn't how many dice you get, the number is how many you need to have to get the squadron.
2: Correct. If I'm reading that correctly, Lewis, help us out. But I think
0: that's how it's supposed to be. Read. Well, well, then, my argument still stands. If you have two Rios, right, then you have a squadron of two. Each ship has that squadron rule. So yes, but you only get to use it once. Ships. It
1: specifically states that you only get to use it on one of the ships. It okay, specifically okay, it states specifically that. State that. Okay. Okay. Would you like to make the same point note again, so that we can repeat ourselves again? No, I didn't know it's specific. I did not. It does it say. It, yeah.
2: Yeah. These okay. ships. These ships. These shots are added to the attacks of one of the ships when rolling to hit. Attacker's choice. Resolve the okay. same modifiers. So mi- minimum of. Nine shots all the way up to 14 shots you essentially be getting total, good. which is still pretty good out of two ships. I do have to agree. It's well worth taking two Rios now instead of just a one.
1: Yeah. Uh, and realistically, uh, I would be saving the burn-throughs and going for the heavier burn-throughs. I, I still no, I still like the Cairo though. The Cairo is still a good ship. Uh, I would skip your medium burn cruiser. throughs though. The mediums aren't worth it.
2: The Cairo's the so the the points are are correct in when you actually click on the unit itself. It's eighty-eight points for the light cruisers. On the main page okay. it's But I think it's that way. No, I think I know why. I know why it's 176 points. Because you you have to take a minimum of two ships as light cruisers for the UCM. And so that's why you're seeing it as 176. It's because you have to take a minimum of two of those. Yeah. So
1: with the ones that we've discussed, Rio, I would argue, is a must take. Uh, I would skip the Berlin at this point. I just don't think the Berlin's worth it uh, with with with, the other ships that we will be covering later.
2: The Osaka's also have squadron two.
1: Yes. Yep.
2: So um,
1: I, I still think the, the, the San Francisco has a place. I, I wouldn't say that it's must-take, though, because we, it's a lot of points that you have to throw in there that could essentially be done by your um, um, uh, New Orleans. So, But it still has so, a place. So
2: you'd still take two Rios over two Osaka's?
1: Osaka's uh, aren't counting. You- to- counting no, to- no, to- no, 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 like no. no. I'm, ta- I'm, ta- I'm only talking about the mediums. Okay. I'm skipping the Berlin because I know that the Cairo is good. Yeah. Sure. Um, we will look at the Osaka when we get to the Light Cruises. Uh the the I'm not a huge person when it comes to bombardment, uh, unless there's a unless it's actually a bombardment thing that you're playing. Yeah. I just don't see the point. I'd rather I, I just not just not how I play. But
2: then you it doesn't make it a bad. Your... It's just not
1: how I play. Um. The fleet carrier, the Seattle is must-take, the Rio must-take, and I would go from there, maybe with if, the San Francisco.
2: If you really want that to take a bombardment, you could just take the Tokyo, and then you get mass turrets as well as a heavier burn-through with right. the bombardments. Uh, so, and George so has obviously
1: thing. said that he's taking the Rio, so.
0: So here's, here's my take. The Rios, Berlin, troop ship, Madrid is a special thing, only if you need it for a scenario, then the fleet carrier um yeah there are other better burn throughs um there is no other troop ship except for the new orleans um i say don't take the seattle because if you're gonna worry about a launch th- you could you know do something bigger and ask like the actual full-on fleet carrier yeah so um the way i've played the way i play the game and, and that and it particularly has to do a lot with the faction that i've played the launch is not a big part of the game for me. my fighters and bombers suck so i i I learned to maximize my army without using them. Phr yeah. use the fires of bombers all day long. Scourge and UCM to me they weren't even that effective against me either. So they're have to get point. to you. That's why there's that too. Yeah, um, but yeah, the Rio with that with that uh, that new rule that Rio is that's boss now. um yeah. 105 points um, two. You, you got to take two of them. Period. I mean, it's just mm. easy. 210 yeah. points the firepower you can pump out. I mean, go weapons free then with that, with, with both those then. Yeah. Why and then, not? Uh, and then get the squadron roll. And then that's just free dice there. So, um, yeah,
2: you're, I no, I agree with you, George, uh, cause it's for the same price, actually cheaper than a Beijing. You're potentially getting the same maximum output in terms of firepower. If you were to roll a six on that D six shot yeah. and it's a heavier turret weapon.
0: Yeah. So, and then, you know, like I said, the Berlin after that, you know, like, unload with all those turrets and then oh hey i've got a burn through let me just you know start going through you you know let, sh- let me finish you off or
2: shoot yep. the burn through first have them flash and then make it easier for your reels to, to clean them up
0: no that. no no statistically if you're rolling more dice you have a chance to roll more critical dice ignore the armor completely and just get deal them haul points and they don't get armor saves no his you, point was that, more that you yeah. make
1: you make their flash bigger therefore they're easier to hit with everything else
2: yeah, yeah. Because if they're they're outside your scan range, you hit them with the flash for flashing spike well, them. The,
0: if you can hit them with the the Rios, you can hit them with the Berlin. Well, it depends on what's closer,
1: but you yeah, no, George is right does, there. It, yeah. yeah, that's
0: are right. It does, it does depend.
1: Um, yeah. Moving on. Moving on. Upcoming events. At the apex of All right. If you're a member of the Drop Fleet Commander community. Then you should be entering the Space Station Build Competition. It's currently active. It started on the 16th, and you need to have your submission in by sorry, let me correct let me correct myself.
2: Yeah, it's, it's currently active,
1: 16th. but your deadline to enter was the 16th. So if you've already entered, then you have till the 16th of October to finish your entry uh, and then submit it. So join the Drop Fleet Commander community because A, it's the best community for Drop Fleet anyway. Uh, and B, you can actually figure out what to do with your own stuff if you haven't entered already. Uh, Essen Spiel or Spiel Essen is coming up as well. Uh, that's a Germany event from the 14th of October till the 17th of October. Uh, you can get all the information on that at, and I'm just going to spell this because it's easier wwwspiel s e. dot ecom and that will take you to the website with all of the information. Thank you for those that support us. If you do not support us, then phils, then please feel free to come across to patreon.com slash getting tabled. Only $2 a month. Gets you early access to at least 80% of the videos that we put out. It also gives you early access to the video version of this podcast uh, on the same day that the audio is released. Everybody else has to wait for the video version for the following weekend. If you want to follow us on social media, facebook.com slash gettingtabled. Subscribe to us on YouTube. We're trying to get our numbers up. Search for Getting table and then hit subscribe. Uh, if you want to reach out to the team. Sorry?
0: I said please. I said please. Oh, yes. I uh, used the manners for
1: once. If you want to reach out to the team, gettingtabled at gmail.com. Alternatively, we have Twitter and Instagram, which are both at GettingTabled. It's almost like we have a thing. Yes. Thank Don't you, gentlemen.
0: And George. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For listening to Getting Table. Music used in this podcast was created by Eric Matias at soundimage.org. Okay.
1: You like how subtle doing... my reaching for the microphone was? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm doing a thing real quick. It's a very long episode, this one. You guy, but that's all right because I forgot to add to the soundboard.
1: Ah.